Welcome to Midwest Wanderer, where we explore nature, history, and culture along America's scenic and historic highways and byways. I'm Skip. And I'm Connie. In today's episode, we're in Old Abilene Town in Abilene, Kansas, which is the recreation of Abilene back in the 1870s. So, Connie, tell us a little more. Sure. First, we're going to talk about Old Abilene Town, the tourist attraction. And then we'll talk about the Wild West in Abilene. The attraction has buildings that recreate the way the town looked in the Wild West days. There's the Old Alamo Saloon, which was a popular saloon back then. It's got a general store. It's got a hotel. And then there are museums. There's a museum that talks about the Chisholm Trail. There's another one that has a model, uh, a scaled-down model of what the town looked like. And then on the grounds, there is one of the first cabins that was built in Dickinson County. There is a second area church, which also doubled as the first schoolhouse. And it was said that Wild Bill Hickok attended church there. There is also a carriage house that belonged to T.C. Henry. It was part of his mansion. T.C. Henry is the wheat king, considered the wheat king. He is the person who brought wheat to Kansas. The venue is open on weekends. There are gunfights in the streets and the museums are open. They also hold a lot of events there. When we were there, they were holding an event for media and it was a special couple of days because they also brought in Longhorn cattle to do a cattle drive, a recreation of a cattle drive and then it went up onto the train which was there and there were stagecoach rides and we had appetizers in the saloon and a lot of it was open to the public too. The public was invited to the cattle drive and they had free train rides that day. The train from the Abilene and Smoky Valley Railroad was pulled that day with a restored steam locomotive. The train does excursion runs every weekend but it's normally pulled by a diesel locomotive. The steam locomotive is used only occasionally for special events. And the media event coincided with the Central Kansas Free Fair, which is like a county fair. Now let's talk about the history of the Old West in Abilene. It all started with a gentleman named Joseph McCoy. He was an Illinoisan who was in the agriculture business, and he had heard about all of these cattle roaming in Texas that were going for maybe $4 a head and he knew he could get a whole lot more money for the cattle in cities like Chicago and St. Louis. So he wanted to find a way to bring them to market. Well, back then, there were no railroads in Texas. The closest railroads were in Kansas. So he looked for a town where he might be able to set up his business, an area where they would be able to bring the cattle up on cattle drives. Problem was, there was a ban in several of the states on cattle drives because in the 1850s they were doing some cattle drives to other areas to take cattle on steamships and actually all the way up to Illinois in some cases. But what was happening was the cattle on the ranches that the Longhorn were going through were dropping dead and probably 9 out of 10 cattle would die after the Longhorns came through and they called it Texas fever. So they disallowed the cattle to come through the ranches. And they found out years later what it was. It was a tick-borne illness that the Longhorns were immune to, but it made the other cattle sick and killed them. So that was the obstacle. 
Well, what Joseph McCoy did was he talked to the governor of Kansas, convinced him to open an area, kind of a trail, in that quarantine area where he'd be able to bring the cattle up. And that went through. He also worked with the railroads. Who thought it was kind of a crazy idea, but hey, we'll do it if you can get the cattle up here. He also looked for a town where he could do this, and several of the towns turned him down. Then he found Abilene, which was very small at the time, had just a few cabins and I think a saloon. It also had a railroad stop that was not used for passengers. So he built a stockyard, and the cattle drives began. He also hired one of the town's founders, Timothy Hersey, to survey and mark a trail that would connect the trail previously utilized by trader Jesse Chisholm when traveling between his trading post in Kansas and his post near the Red River on present-day Texas-Oklahoma border. And then he also sent men to Texas to convince the cattle owners that there was money to be made driving their cattle to market in Abilene. And he also constructed Abilene's first hotel, the Drover's Cottage. So the stage was set for the cowboys to bring the cattle north to Abilene. And the cowboys were made up uh, of a very diverse group. You had former Confederate soldiers, you had Mexicans, and you also had free slaves. And many of those cowboys were as young as 15 years old because it was a tough job. Nobody wanted to do it. But they got them. They got the trails going. And what the cowboys were promised at the end of the journey, the end of the trail was pay, and with that pay, they hit the saloons, there were brothels, there was gambling, and they were out to have a good time. Well, the town got really rough with all of that going on. Gunfights and just all kinds of you know, bad things going on. And they actually had a few lawmen resign because of that. They just couldn't handle it. So the first really tough lawman that came in was Tom Smith, known as Bear River. And he was a former boxer, was also a former lawman who worked in several places, including New York. And while he was in New York, he accidentally killed a kid. And he felt horrible about it, hated using guns. So he basically used his fists, did not want to use his gun. And he was so fast that he was faster with his fists than a lot of the men were with their guns. In fact, there's one story where a guy pulled a gun on him and he pulled his gun out, hit the guy in the head with his gun faster than the guy could even shoot. He was that fast. Well, he eventually was ambushed and was killed. So the next marshal that came in was, well, Bill Hickok, who previous to coming to Abilene was marshal of Hayes, Kansas. So he came in, and he already had quite a reputation as being, well, he had the name Well Bill. And his unofficial office became the old Alamo Saloon didn't really do a whole lot because he knew that everybody was kind of afraid of him, wouldn't bother him. Although he did have several run-ins with two men, Ben Thompson and Phil Coe. These two men owned the Bull's Head Saloon and were both former Confederate soldiers. And Thompson generally didn't do much, but Coe just kept provoking Hickok, kept accusing him of bullying Texans and former Confederates. Well, the townspeople started complaining to Hickok that Coe and Thompson had painted a large anatomically correct painting of a bull on the side of their saloon as an advertisement, and they did not like that, thought it was you know, almost pornographic. Hickok tried to convince them to take it off, and they wouldn't. So, in the dark of night, Hickok took paint and painted over it. Well, Coe was not happy with that, 
and he wanted revenge. So one night, Ko had gotten a bunch of cowboys drunk, and he wanted to try to incite some sort of a riot. So they were all outside of the bull's head, and Ko fired two shots, knowing that Hickok would show up. And sure enough, Hickok came running around the corner. There was a ban against shooting within city limits, and Ko said, well, I was trying to shoot a stray dog. Well, Hickok knew better than that, so he tells Ko to drop his gun. Ko looked like he was going to drop his gun, but then quickly shot two shots, and one went through Wild Bill's coat, and the other completely missed. Well, Hickok shot back and killed the guy. And just then, you know, all these other cowboys were standing around, and he sees somebody coming up in the shadows of the dark with a gun, and Wild Bill Hickok thought it was another one who was going to come and kill him. One of Ko's friends turns and shoots the guy and kills him. Well, it turns out that it was his young deputy, Mike Williams, and he felt awful about that. And not long after that, Hickok was dismissed as Marshal of Abilene, and he never went into law enforcement again. Wild Bill left and joined a friend of his, Bill Cody, in his production of plays prior to Bill Cody forming his traveling show. Well, things had really gotten out of hand, and the residents were not happy, and they wanted, wanted this part of town gone. Not only were they upset about what was going on because of the evil nature, but also they knew that the town wouldn't grow because who would want to move there with you know people constantly getting shot and all this craziness going on. So they ended up voting out the town council or the towns, whoever ran the town, voted other people in, and they cleaned it up. They said, we don't want the end of the trail here anymore. And they ended up moving the trail west to Ellsworth. In 1871 was the last cattle drive. Right. And they had actually a couple hundred thousand cattle still in the cattle pens grazing. And so it actually took another couple of years before they were all moved out on the railroad. I think it was 1875 was the last shipment of cattle out of the uh, pens. It was 73, 74, and 75. Sounds about right. And that's the history of Old Abilene Town. And that concludes today's podcast. I'm Skip. I'm Connie. Safe travels. And happy.